California in Arts and Entertainment Department's podcast, Real Talk. My name is Anaga Komaragiri, and I'm the film beat reporter this semester. I'm Julie, and I'm the television beat reporter this semester. Just... And, and, writes <laughs> the recap. Oh, the yeah, bachelor recap. the Bachelor recap. Yeah. Just big Bachelor fans, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is all relevant because today we're going to be discussing the Bachelor finale. Whoa. We did this last semester with <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise, and we talked a little bit about Mr. Peter Weber, pilot, <laughs> pilot Pete, Peter the pilot, all the things. Um, and we were pretty excited about his season. I was, I was looking forward I, I to it. I liked him, yeah. I mean, I still like him. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we have takes. So today we're going to be talking about... Um, we're going to be talking about this last season of The Bachelor, which had Peter Weber as its lead, um, and lots of drama along the way. So, so much drama. let's just talk about a couple of highlights um, through this season. So the first big one was definitely Champagne Gate. Um, what, do you have any takes um, on Champagne Gate? I remember when that was like the biggest drama of like, and then everyone forgot about it, but it was like yeah. when Kelsey had that special champagne that she got for yeah. her birthday and she saved it to have with Peter, so she had a whole setup. Yeah. And then Hannah Kelsey Ann, from Iowa. Kelsey from Iowa. Yeah. She kept on emphasizing <laughs> the fact really? that she brought champagne from Iowa. She's like, I brought this all uh, the way from Iowa. Iowa's so known for yeah. champagne. And then um, Hannah Ann, like one of the eventual front runners slash winner question mark of the show um apparently opened it yeah she like <laughs> yeah she like opened it and had the whole little like used the whole setup that kelsey had put up and then kelsey was super mad so she got her own champagne later and then like when she tried to drink it out of the bottle it'd be cool like it just spilled all over her face yeah yeah it was that i think had a number of iconic moments it was some good like petty drama at the beginning of the season and also I think said a lot about what the season of The Bachelor was, oh. which was like a lot of petty drama between drama. all of the contestants. Minimal romance. Um minimal romance. Okay. Um the next big thing was Alea. Um she was one oh, of the Finasco. Early, the whole the Finasco. Oh the mispronunciations. Uh, That's a whole other thing on the show. Also early in the season there were a number of words that were frequently mispronounced and probably the best of those was finasco. The word fiasco pronounced finasco by Miss Alea. Um who is Hannah the, Ann. Oh just yeah. kidding, yes, Hannah Ann complaining about Alea or complaining about Champagne oh. Gate? I think she, mm, I don't know, maybe she one, can't, but. One of the things. <laughs> anyway, Alea was an early villain on Peter's season, and he kept on emphasizing the fact that he had such a strong connection with her, and despite all the drama she was causing in the house, had this, like, desire to keep her on. Um, and a number of other major villains in the season were involved in this. Um, so what were your favorite moments with the other, with the other quote-unquote villains of the season? Oh, with every single villain? Um... The whole Victoria P and Alea thing was just like so weird and like almost meta because they were talking yeah. about how to like get on the show and like the prior exactly. casting process. Yeah. So it was weird how like I don't know all of a sudden the show has become very meta and been like and then Alea when Alea like left but then she came back and she was like oh I saw on like Reddit that um, Victoria F had that Chase Rice like her ex was on yeah. the show and stuff and it was just very like it was weird to have like the internet be a part of yeah, it and stuff. The internet is such a part of it and you can really tell how much the producers are like creating the drama. Yeah. Just it was purely so through casting producer, and like yeah. the dates that they set up and yeah. Um 
So some of the people involved in the Alea situation, mostly Victoria P, because they knew oh, each so other going weird. in, yeah. um, but also tying it back to, and this comes back to our recent Women Tell All special, Tammy, Sydney, and McKenna, who were sort of, you know, pegged as villains throughout the season, but not nearly as much as, like, Alea and Victoria P were at the beginning. Do you have yeah. any takes on any of them? I think Tammy emerged as, like, a late Tammy favorite. just, like, in... I was rooting for her literally yeah. until that, like, I was, like, coming into that episode uh, before Tammy was, like, yelling at everyone, I was rooting for her. I was, like, oh, my God, she's the next Bachelorette. Yeah. And then, like, this episode pops up and Tammy just, like, inserts herself in all the drama unnecessarily, yeah. just, like, calling out all the women for no reason, yeah. calling Kelsey a pill popper yeah. <laughs> for no reason, like... That was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, yeah. It was like it was like at first it was just like Alea and Victoria P, and then it was like Tammy on Victoria P, and like Tammy on Alea, and then like yeah. Sydney on Tammy, and then Tammy on Sydney, and then Tammy on McKenna. Yeah, that was messy. Um, so on to the next quote unquote villain, um, but also probably my favorite on this season. She was my personal favorite. I was rooting for her the most, just because she seemed so down to earth, and that was Kelly. Um, and she's the the lawyer on the show. She would always talk about the fact that she's an attorney and just very much here because she met up with Peter initially in between his uh, season of The Bachelorette when he was with Hannah Brown and before he started The Bachelor. So um, they would always talk about this like connection that they had built beforehand. Um, and Kelly, on her way out, got a really, really bad edit from the producers um, saying, like, oh, my God, I'm a lawyer. Like, what are the rest of these girls, essentially? Um, which fair. It's pretty bad. Which fair. Fair. We fair. all thought that, I guess. Yeah. Like, to be fair, it was literally Kelly and, and like, 23-year-olds. Aspiring <laughs> Instagram models and already Instagram models. So, um, I liked Kelly. Uh, R.I.P. her bachelor presence. Um, <laughs> they really just erased her. Like, they, they didn't did. invite her to Women Tell All. Yeah. And then they just like, and then she was randomly there in the yeah, finale, in but the like finale. for no reason. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, and then Victoria F., who I uh, mean, had a lot of drama outside of um, this season. So, and on the season, she was in a lot of these instances like an instigator for much of the drama with like these people. She was an early whistleblower for Alea and like kind of helped kick her out of the house. Um, but uh, towards the rest, towards the end of the season, um, she ended up making final three and fantasy suites. But she had a lot of like pretty terrible rumors spread about her. Um, which have, like, varying degrees of truth. Um, and she was also called out for it. Julie, you can explain, because oh my I gosh. did not see women tell all. <laughs> um, yeah, so the rumors that came out, like, early on in the season, um, well, one, she already had, this wasn't a rumor, this was, like, she modeled for the White Lives yeah. Matter controversy, so already yeah. that was, like, mm. But then there's also these rumors that Reality Steve, the guy who, like, does all the Bachelor sleuthing, um, came out with saying that she had slept with at least, like, four married men, and, like, yeah. some of those marriages had, like, ended in divorce and stuff, so, like, apparently she's known around her hometown for that. Um, but again, this was, like, all community gossip, but it caught up to her at their hometown when one of Peter's old exes, pre-Bachelor franchise, who's also from Virginia Beach for some reason, 
um, came to the hometown was like warned Peter about that. Yeah. And then Peter confronted Victoria F. And Victoria F. Like didn't deny it. She just no, kind of like she didn't deny gaslit it. and just like was like, you know what, this is all your fault anyway, and like cried yeah. her way out. That's of That's another thing about Victoria is that like every single interaction uh-huh. with Peter was just like so tense and so like <laughs> I need this to be emotional and I need you. Like they both seemed like they were trying so hard to push their relationship. And it's like, it doesn't have to be hard, you guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what Kelly said when she's like, it yeah. can just be fun. And Peter's yeah. like, what? I don't I know, know this concept. I need it to be dramatic. Um, yeah, that's Victoria F., who, I'll be honest, before I found out about all these controversies, I really liked her. Yeah. And then I found out, and I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so <sighs> let's... Fall so fast. <laughs> right? R.I.P. Victoria F. on The Bachelor, um, not IRL. <laughs> but let's talk about the finale. Um, so there was a long two-part finale this time around. It was Monday night uh, and Tuesday night this week. And um, on Monday, it was essentially Peter bringing both Hannah Ann and Madison, um, his two finalists, to his home to meet his family. Or they were in Australia, his family flew to Australia. Yeah, were, yeah. I, my question yeah. was like, were the fires happening during this? Yeah, like, honestly, so that too. Yeah. Like, they just fully did not talk about it. And I'm like, why didn't you just have this in California? Yeah. Why? Um, so anyway, they were the two finalists. He brought them home. And the first night was um, filled with a lot of tension. <laughs> Hannah Ann was the clear favorite among Peter's family. And Peter notably still lives with his parents um i'm sure he's very successful he's a pilot but lives with his parents is very close with them um and they were really really big fans of hannah ann and not big fans of maddie what did you think about the whole situation i thought that was surprising at first i thought because like maddie had that first one-on-one date um Mm -hmm. where they like had they went to um, his parents vow renewal and they seemed to like her a lot then so i was like oh they're gonna like love her again but no, they were not having it with Maddie and her, like, ultimatum about, um, what was it, like, if Peter slept with, like, the other woman, she doesn't know yeah, she wants to stay in the show. Right. And her par- his parents were not having that. Yeah. They were very, like, there's, you're clearly, like, not compatible, and Hannah Ann is perfect. Oh. <laughs> um, there's also, like, a big scene that's been teased in all of, like, the previews throughout the semester of, like, Barb, Peter's mother, like, <laughs> sobbing. Barb. Barb. It's such a mom name. And, like, just, like, telling him to, like, bring her home, right? And we... <laughs> And, like, there was so much speculation about who this, like, her was all season. And a lot of people thought it was going to be Maddie because it seemed like they had yeah. such a strong connection. There was weird gossip or about Hannah it being Brown. a... Hannah <laughs> Brown. There was gossip about it being a producer, like, yeah. one of the producers on the show, and it turned out to be Hannah Ann, which was No one was expecting that. No it was, one. like, kind of <laughs> underwhelming and shocking at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that. I feel like that sums up the entire finale. It's just somehow shocking, but also so underwhelming. <laughs> so, that's literally it. Um, so, anyway, it turned out it was Hannah Ann, and turned out they were not big fans of Maddie. But it's very clear to audience members, even from this point on, that, like, Peter is so, so in love with Maddie, and it's, like, kind of iffy on Hannah Ann. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking if the roles were reversed, and the moms were like, and the mom was like, oh, I hate Hannah, I hate Anna, Hannah Ann, like, marry Maddie, I'm sure he'd been like, all right, goodbye, Hannah Ann. Exactly. no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, do you want to talk about what happened night two of the finale? Oh, night two. So we start off with Peter. Oh my god, we forgot the whole, uh, Peter's like, end his proposal spot, and Chris Harrison comes up and yes. he's like, hey, look, Hannah Ann might not show up. Yeah, that was and, that the cliffhanger? 
no, that no, started out. Started, yeah, yeah, started out like, too. And then Peter had a whole meltdown, but like, yeah, Hannah still came. So I don't know if that was like producer drama. Yeah. So basically, like TLDR is night one. Maddie is like, we're not really compatible. I'm gonna peace out. And then they have like a long dramatic breakup. So night two oh, starts yeah. out with Peter deciding to propose to Hannah Ann. Which like. Man, that would suck if they were still together and she saw yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Um, not um, to spoil what's about to happen. It sucks regardless of, like, her having to see the breakup and then... He also she's, kinda, like, kind of a second choice. Yeah, clearly. he slips in, like, a, oh, like, Madison left this week. Yeah, oh, yeah, so... In the proposal. Madison left uh, on their date, and then Peter had his whole date with Hannah and never told Hannah Ann, like, about the fact that Madison left. Yeah. So Hannah Ann's just been, like, insecure this whole time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he goes up and proposes to her. Yeah, she really deserved better. Um, and then we have a long, painful, drawn out, very reminiscent of Ari breaking yeah. up with Becca situation of Peter going to visit Hannah later on. And this is all like, I mean, the breakup was not live, but we also see their live reactions to it um, during the After the Final Rose. And, um... Peter breaks up with Hannah Ann and says, like, I can't give you everything you need, um, but doesn't explicitly say that it's because of Maddie either. Yeah, he was very terrible at, like, getting his point across. I feel yeah. like he was kind of dancing around it, being just like, I don't know if I'm feeling it, I gotta figure yeah. out my feelings, and Hannah Ann just like, nope, not, yeah. she's not having it. She just, like, well, she, like, took off the ring and, like, yeah. set it down and It's kind of Hannah Ann who, like, ends the proposal. Yeah, and she was Peter. just like, I deserve better, yeah. so... Good for her. Yeah, and props. And she looked really good during the finale. Yeah, that she dress. She knew. She knew. She was good. Um, anyway, so uh, R.I.P. Peter and Hannah Ann. Peter and his relationship with the Hannahs. It was never, <laughs> never, never going to work out. Um, so after about like, you know, towards the end of the last After the Final Rose episode. Um, and also during... It's very important to note that during the breakup scene um, and during Hannah coming back and, like, telling... Hannah Ann coming back and, like, telling Peter off and everything, it focuses on Barb's reaction oh, yeah. in the audience. Barb's, like, cheering Hannah Ann yeah. off. Yeah. She's like, I love yes. it. it She's so like, funny. She, like, claps for <laughs> Hannah Ann telling Peter off and is basically just like, you you said it. And it's, yeah. like, the whole time, like, clearly in support of Hannah Ann. <laughs> and we're just, like, confused because why is she so obsessed with her? Literally. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, Peter and his mom are close. Like, yeah. we're, like, we're close. So it's funny that, like, she did a 180. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's Barb's reaction. And, um, what else? Eventually, they bring out Maddie. Um, for a minute, I didn't even know if Maddie was in the audience because they never yeah, show her they reaction. Show um, they show Peter eventually reuniting with Madison because, um, because like Chris Harrison goes to <laughs> visit Madison and like tell her that Peter's single. Yeah. And that he's like, in my view, Peter wants to be with yeah, me. Yeah, like, in his dream, I think he wants yeah. to be with me. Like, Thanks, Chris Harrison. <laughs> All right, Chris Harrison. Um, so he goes and visits Maddie. Um, Maddie eventually surprises Peter and says, and they get back together. Um, so then Maddie comes back on stage in the live finale, and they talk about their relationship and talk about their relationship challenges. And then Barb 
tells Maddie off. Like it's basically that was like so good. Yeah, <laughs> do you want to talk television. about that? Was that was like the zinger on the end of this whole saga is Barb. Barb comes out to be another villain of the yes, season, just like the ultimate villain. Ultimate villain. Um, talk about Barb. Final boss. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they like pan to Barb in the audience, and Chris Harrison's like, Barb, what do you think about Peter and Maddie getting back together? And like. Barb is just like, nope, I'm still not a fan. Um, like, she was rude. She made her wait so long when she, like, met us in Australia. Um, still not a fan of the ultimatum, ultimatum yeah. and stuff. Um, and then Maddie just kind of took it and was just like, I can't change anything. And then even Peter had to be like, Mom, we're in love. Just trust me. Um, yeah, but Barb was still not happy throughout the whole thing. She rolled her eyes in, at one point. Is yeah. that funny? Um, the most... Maybe the most shocking slash iconic line of the night was um, Chris Harrison asks Barb how she's gonna like support their relationship moving forward. Like how like what do you think is gonna happen? Like what is your take? And Barb literally says, "I think they're gonna have to fail to succeed." And so she literally is like, "I hope that they break up." Like they, she's just like, I don't think they're gonna work out. I mean, the and odds are in Barb's favor. Probably. No, that's true. But also, it was a little like to rough. Not have that support. Yeah, yeah it was rough well. watching Peter and Madison on stage then, because Madison just has to kind of like react. And even if like, you know, I don't like agree with Madison wholeheartedly, and you know, I'm not necessarily a fan of hers, but it also, like, must be rough because at the end of the day, she is kind of trying to, like, stick up for her own values and, like, gotta respect it, even, like, if it seems a little unreasonable at times. And it sucks to have, like, this person's mother just be like, I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. His mother, like, defending Peter's right to party and have sex. Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally, okay, we talked about the windmill situation last time, but in the last After the Final Rose with on Hannah Brown's season, um, like, Barb is essentially, like, uh, oh, that feels like ages ago now, Hannah Brown's season. Um, like, like, it's revealed that Hannah and Peter had sex in, like, a windmill hotel four times, (laughs) and... Peter's parents are literally cheering. Cheering as she reveals that. (laughs) They're literally so happy. And so then um, (laughs) Peter's just like, yeah. And so, of course, like, Barb goes from, like, cheering then to being like, how dare you be with someone who's, you know, going to change you. Limit you from all your windmill sex. (laughs) Oh, my God. Limit it. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so what an interesting end to the season. That's literally how it ends. Yeah. Like, they're, not kind of, they're kind of together again, Yeah, but, like, the mom doesn't approve. I think we were kind of expecting, like, something of, like, a live proposal, That's which right. is what oh, happened yeah. with Ari and Lauren. Um, oh, shit. Like, he, okay. he proposes on After the Final Rose. It's, like, revealed that they're in a relationship, and... Um, you I mean, know, it worked out for Ari. They're like yeah, the kids, so. it's it's really interesting because like that finale, it's like revealed that Becca's the Bachelorette right there and then, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh surprise, surprise, it's Becca's the Be- Becca's the Bachelorette. Surprise, surprise, Ari and Lauren are getting um, engaged, and you know they're married and have a child. Like things worked out for them, and I just think about how like this is like that's the last finale that feels really comparable to this one, and as much as we hate Ari because of it, like. <laughs> It was a pretty good finale. Like, it was pretty shocking. It was. That whole scene where he breaks up with her is, like, excruciating, but, like, great television. Yeah, such good television. And, like, this one felt so staged in comparison. Yeah. Um, Overall, what's your take on the season? It was, like, somehow so 
dramatic, but still just underwhelming. And, like, yeah. very little romance. Too much emphasis on, like, drama between 20-year-olds. Yeah. Not, That's another yeah. thing. No one on this season felt very mature. Yeah, except for Kelly. Except for Kelly. Yeah, everyone was literally 23. It's like, two finalists were 23. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and even Peter is, like, kind of young, like, in his yeah. 20s still. So. And you can tell he's not. Yeah, he's, like, he wasn't very certain with any of his decisions, so no. he did not make the greatest Bachelor. No. That's what happens when you're not over the previous Bachelorette, <laughs> and it's so obvious. Yeah, <laughs> Um, oh my god, I forgot he, she was he on the, needed, the first He episode. needed, like, closure with Hannah Brown. Oh, yeah. Uh, Peter, <laughs> I gotta say I'm disappointed. <laughs> disappointed in you, bud. Which is also what his family calls him, <laughs> yeah, bud. <laughs> I saw this meme that was, like, Peter's bud, his younger brother's bud light, and his oh older dad god. is Budweiser. <laughs> I was like, and they're all air buds. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. That was better than the entire season. That's it. That's all I needed. Yeah. Um, so let's spend a couple minutes talking about The Bachelorette, the upcoming season of The Bachelorette, which will, you know, pending, nothing else changing. Um, another interesting thing about this season is that it's ending in a very hot time. (laughs) Like, there's, a lot of things are up in the air, um, especially with broadcasting, not especially, but broadcasting included. Um, and so... If things stay on track, the season of The Bachelorette will premiere in, like, late spring, early summer. I think, like, yeah, like, mid-May-ish. Yeah, mid-May. Um, and Claire Crawley, who has been on... She was on Juan Pablo's season of <laughs> The Bachelor way back when. She was on a couple seasons of Bachelor in Paradise and then was most recently on Bachelor Winter Games. Um, and she's 38 years old. She's, like, a hairdresser from Sacramento, yeah, and she's yeah, she's the next Bachelorette. Um, what's your take on Claire? I'm excited. I didn't watch Juan Pablo season, but I watched Same. like the clip because she was like one of the finalists, and yeah. she like tells him off when yeah. he rejects her. Yeah. Um. So I'm a fan. Um. I think she got engaged at the end of Winter Games, right? She did. But like that did pan out. But I'm right. still rooting for her. I love the fact that she's older, and I hope that means like the. I hope that means the men will be more mature. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Or like I do hope like if she's not more mature. I mean, sorry, if the men are not more mature, I hope that she's, she's able yeah. to make more mature decisions. Yeah, that's true. I think she. I hope so. Yeah, she seems like she's in it because she, like, cares. You know, and not yeah, she like, genuinely like yeah. wants the process. Um, which. You never know what to expect from folks who want to be on The Bachelor, but <laughs> best wishes for Claire. Yes. Um, we, like, recently they announced her list of men, and there's only a few that are, like, above 30. Like, the vast majority yeah. are in their 20s. So, yeah, I think the average age is, like, 27 or something. Probably. Yeah. Just, like, I mean, like, it's okay to be younger, but just, like, if you were trying to, like, ha- like have an older audience right. or have an older like cast that you didn't do it bachelor producers exactly especially with this pressure to like get engaged at the end of it like also there's only one man that's older than her um he's 42 there's one guy that's like 38 everyone else is younger so i think it'll be like an interesting season to see how like the dynamic plays out there yeah yeah um and i'm like looking forward to seeing how like the dynamic plays out between like her and the guys that are in their 20s because like when when, like, Nick Viall was, um, Bachelor, he was, like, he's, what, like, 36, 38, like, somewhere in that range, and then Ari was also in his late 30s, and a majority of their casts are always in their 20s, right, in their early 20s, mm-hmm. and so I think it'll be really interesting to see, like, that gender dynamic switched. Yeah, I'm hoping, I hope it'll be a good, like, a good season. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, do you have any final thoughts on this franchise? Um, oh my god, so many thoughts on this franchise in general, but... I don't know. I hope they. I hope the producers like learn from this season and the fact that a lot of the audience was like not impressed by this entire like cast. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Looking forward to the Bachelorette and looking forward to BIP, which oh, is the best part of the year. All waiting for. We can all agree. <laughs> um, that's it. Peacing out from the Bachelor <laughs> Squad here at the Daily Cal. So. Um, hope that you guys have enjoyed the season and hope you're all taking care of yourselves in these um, up in the air times. If there's one thing to keep us going, it's reality television. Yes. So, um, bye. Bye. bye.